Well, what's on with it? This your boy, Sneakerhead Easy, host of the Women Think Podcast. This is my first episode, so I'm going to just tell you all a little bit about the podcast. You can follow me on Instagram at the Women Think, T-H-E-W-A-Y-M-E-N-T-H-I-N-K on Instagram. It's an up-and-coming podcast based out of Avondale, Louisiana. It's on the West Bank of New Orleans. Many of you will all might not know about Avondale, Louisiana, but um, it's on the West Bank of New Orleans. We started about a year ago. It was two of us, me and one of my friends, but things changed. You know, he had to move on and do his own personal life, so I'm taking over the podcast by myself. It was really my vision, my idea. He just was there to support me, and I appreciate him from doing that. Um... Like I said, up-and-coming podcast, I support all businesses, free of charge. Anybody want to do a segment with me, only thing you got to do is hit the DM on Instagram. Like I said, the Instagram is the Way Men Think Podcast. You know, free support, no charging, uh, promotion, everything, because I'm, you know, up-and-coming. So I'm just trying to collab with people, get to know people, and build my process from the ground up. Um... It's been a real process trying to get everything together, promotion and passing out flyers and T-shirts and getting shout outs on Instagram. So now I'm on to the anchor. This is my first time using this. Um, Like I said, I'm using it because normally I go live on Instagram and have a guest and we do live videos on Instagram. But when I don't have guests, I'm going to come on Anchor. Even when I do have guests, I'm still going to record and post it on Anchor. So those who want to listen, you can listen on Anchor. You won't have to completely just look on Instagram and look at the video. Um, Like I said, it's been a process. It has its up and downs, you know. Like one minute I'll be energized to do it. Then the next minute I'll be like, man, it's not working. Um, I don't want to do it no more. But some just telling me keep pushing, keep pushing. It's going to pay off. You know, um, I appreciate my family for having my back and keep encouraging me and giving me those words on keep pushing, you know, don't give up on something that you really feel like is your dream. And that's what I'm doing. So, um, like I said, that's a little more of the background behind the podcast. Um, it originally started with the uh, August Alcina Entanglements song. I seen on YouTube, everyone was doing their reaction of the song. And I hit one of my friends up, the guy who I did the podcast with before. And I told him, let's do our own reaction, New Orleans style. So people could really understand our lingo and understand where we're coming from. Because a lot of people didn't really understand what August was saying in the song. And um, once we did that... And I seen how that was. I'm like, well, it's the pandemic. We should just go ahead on and do a podcast. And we started from there. You know, everything was good. Like, we was doing things, meeting people. They had the underground boxing down here in New Orleans. We met a lot of people through that. Shout out to those guys. We met, you know, up-and-coming rappers. We met promoters. We met the fighters. Like, cool people. You know, we met vendors that sell food. Like, you know, there's a lot of love down here, but at the same time, I ain't going to call it hate, but a lot of people don't support 
either. Like, they be preaching, oh, we need to help each other. We need to, you know, lift each other up. But, you know, it costs zero dollars to support. Like, all you have to do is like a post, repost a post, comment on a post, shout a page out. I'm not asking for no money. Like, everything that I have, I done paid out of my pocket. I work a job, a regular nine to five, Monday through Friday, sometimes Saturday. So I'm not asking nobody for no money. I'm just asking the support because this real life things that be going on in the world, you know, like I said, I go to work every day. You know, I, I see I know how it is living from paycheck to paycheck. They're not paying you what you're worth, but your bills exceeding your paycheck. So basically you taking out loans or you have to go half on a bill. You can't pay the full bill because if you do. You're not going to have enough money to pay the other bill. Then you have a car. You got to pay car insurance. And if your car breaks down, you have to pay to get it fixed. So there's a lot of things that's going on. And I understand that because I'm going through it. I've been going through it. I didn't lost calls before and had to figure out how I'm going to get to work and stuff like that. And asking family and, you know, they only going to help you so much because, you know, I ask one of my family members, they have a lot of vehicles. I asked them to use one. I was getting them mixed messages. One person was saying this, one person was saying that about the car. So I just left it alone and I just vowed not to ask them to use anything no more. But my my tight-knit family, like, you know, my mama, my aunt, my cousins, like, we all tight-knit. So if anything go wrong with one of us, we can always lean on the other one to help. So that's one thing I can say about that. So it ain't really too much that we go through. Like I said, we go through things. Like, we didn't have situations where we didn't have food and we had to wait, like, a day or two to eat. Like, that happened to us. I'm not saying we are all the way poor. That's not what I'm saying. You feel me? But we not wealthy or rich either. Like, we're middle, borderline, low, high, low class, borderline, low middle class, I should say. Like, we, we work for what we want, you know, and that's just something that we do. And like I said, we go through the everyday trials and tribulations like everybody else, like things breaking around the house. You have to figure out how you're going to fix it. Uh, your car break down, you don't know how you go get to work, your job blowing your phone up, they not trying to understand what you're going through because they just need you to help them make money. Then it's like they want you to help them make money, but they don't want to put more money in your pocket. So it's like a lot of people trying to start their own business and do what they got to do to move on with their life, you know, and a lot of people was doing the PPP loans, so they could get on their feet. A lot of people did it in a corrupt way, and a lot of people did it to help themselves, you know? So I don't shame nobody that received the loan. You received it, you received it. Everybody received it for their own personal reasons, you know? But like I say, where I'm at in Louisiana, jobs don't pay as much as they should, and rent and mortgage and house notes, car notes, car insurance, Oh, that's exceeding what you getting paid from your job. And it's like they want to throw you in jail for 30, 40 years when you try to go live that street life and make more money. But if you pay me what I'm worth and what I'm valued, I wouldn't have to go do the street thing. And I have a regular nine to five job. But it's like y'all not paying me to being here slaving and doing all this extra for y'all to stay rich and me to stay in my class that I'm in. 
So I feel like I could go in these streets and make more money than I ever make working at a nine to five, you know. But I've been working since I was 16 years old. Um, My mama came to me and told me, you know, you getting older. You like expensive things. I can't take care of you and your brother. So you got to go get you a job. So I had a job since I was 16, you know, and I elevated jobs as I got older, you know. First job was Taco Bell. Then I moved on from that, and then I moved on from that. Then I'm at a job where I'm at now. It's a cool job or whatever, but, you know, you always want to do better. You want to elevate yourself. You don't ever want to stay in the same position. You always want to do something that's going to help you in the long run. And I'm starting to see that. Like, I like my job. It's a very cool job, very good atmosphere and everything. But it's always good to elevate and, and go make more money, you know. So if you need to make more money, that's what you need to do. Don't sit up here and be like, oh, I've been here 10, 20 years. But if you got a job that's presenting more money and it's going to help you and the benefits and everything, you need to go ahead on and do what you have to do. You don't owe that job no loyalty because guess what? When they get ready to lay people off or fire somebody or fire you, they not going to be like, oh, well, you came to work every day. I'm not going to fire you. No, they going to go try to find somebody else that's going to come to work every day. They don't hold no loyalty at these jobs. Look what this pandemic, a lot of businesses had to shut down. A lot of people lost jobs, you know. Good thing for unemployment, but they trying to stop that now. So it's like, what is people supposed to do if they don't have a job? And y'all cutting unemployment. So that's basically, you know, what's going on in the world. And I don't really have to speak on that like a lot of people understand what's going on in the world. They like you see what's going on through social media on the news, word of mouth, like and you probably just see it or you probably know about it because it's you that is happening to. But one thing I can say, you're not alone. You know? Like R. P. Michael Jackson, like his song, You Are Not Alone. Everybody you have somebody that's going through a similar situation. It might not be the same exact situation as you, but they're going through a similar situation. So just always remember you're not alone in the situation. Just always try to make your situation better. Don't try to stay stuck in the same place. Always trying to do something that's going to elevate you and get you out of the situation. You know, so whatever you have to do to get out of that situation, go ahead on and do it. And nobody not supposed to judge you for making your decisions that you made. You had to get out your situation. You had to get out the rut. And like a lot of people be saying, I get it out the mud and all this and all that. Some of that be true and some of it don't be true. Like I said, I get help from my family, but it ain't like all the way help. Like, you know, if you fall short on a little something, we'll look out. But we not about to hold your hand and sit up here and pay your bills for you and do this and do that. At the end of the day, you grown, you were supposed to pay your own bills, but we help each other. And that's the good thing about my family. You know, we all look out for each other. And if, if we feel like you're doing something wrong, we're going to tell you we're not that family that's going to sit up here and hold nothing back and not say nothing about the situation or what you have going through. You know, but um, that's a little bit about me. Um. My original name is Derek Clark, 
Like I said, I'm from Avondale, Louisiana. That's on the West Bank of New Orleans. A lot of people don't know about it. A lot of people in the city don't know where Avondale at. You tell them I'm, I tell them I'm from Avondale. What? 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 Oh, you from the country. They call it the country. So especially like talking to people from out of state. I just say I'm from New Orleans, but I'm not originally from New Orleans. Like I'm from Avondale, Louisiana. And I feel like I need to start saying that more so a lot of people can understand where Avondale at and what is Avondale. You know, like I said, it's a small, you know, a smaller city on the West Bank of New Orleans. You know, they have the West Bank, they have the East Bank. The East Bank is not the whole East Bank, but part of the East Bank is considered New Orleans. But a lot of people that's from different little cities, when we go out of town, we say we're from New Orleans because a lot of people know New Orleans. So if we say the exact city that we're from, ain't too many people not going to know where that city at. So we be basing it up on that. But I feel like I need to start saying and putting it out more that I'm from Avondale, Louisiana. So, you know, a lot of people can start doing their research if they want to know or if they want to understand a little bit about Avondale. But like I said, it's not a big city. We not a pretty big city. Like, we... You know everybody here, basically. I'm going to just say that. Like, everybody know everybody. So that goes to show you we not like a real, real big city. Um, We not really a bad city. You know, they have crime everywhere. But, like, back here where I'm from, if something was to happen, we really be like, dang, somebody got shot. Like, it be, like, shocking. It don't be like, oh, somebody got shot. Like, we really be like, dang, somebody just got shot, man, uh, Somebody got stabbed or the police back here, da 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 We don't always just be like, oh, oh all right, the police back here. Like, it'd be, like, shocking because growing up back here, it was always, you know, cool. We could go outside and play. Kids could go outside and play. We used to go to the park down the street and just do whatever. And it's, it's still like that. It, it got a little bad, but it ain't as bad. But, you know, they have those places that kids can't go outside and play no more, uh, things like that. I'm talking about way before the COVID existed. I understand they can't play right now because of the COVID, but I'm saying in general. Um, like I said, Avondale, pretty good city, but I also have my side of the family, which is my mother's side of the family. It's from a project. You know, they're from the Fisher Project. That's in LGS, Louisiana. So I used to be in the project too, so... My grandfather, he moved his family out of the project. You know, well, my aunt and my uncle and my mother, they didn't grow up in the project, basically, as much. Once my grandfather understood he was having a family, he did what he had to do, saved his money, he bought our house. That's in Avondale. It's basically a family house, you know, and I commend him for that because... He got us from down there, and we didn't really grow up around all that. We used to be there a lot, so we didn't seen some things. We didn't heard some things, but for us to be like, okay, we from there, and that's something we see every day, no, that's not true. That's not something we see every day. Um, Like I say, they have crime anywhere. You just got to watch how you move. That's just like as of right now in New Orleans East, they're carjacking. 
they catching you at the gas station and taking your car. It's like four youngsters hopping out of different cars and they and they carjacking you. One man, he was pumping the gas. They hopped in the car. Why he was pumping and just pulled off with his car. So, like I said, they have bad parts and that's just what it is. But with the COVID going on, they starting to really mandate a lot of things. They going back to the mass and stuff down here in New Orleans. So for a lot of people that's trying to travel here, she also made it. You have to have a negative COVID test within the last 72 hours and um, or be vaccinated and mass is mandated everywhere. So I feel like that's a good thing. But a lot of people feeling how they're feeling towards the um the vaccination. Me personally, I have the vaccination. I'm fully vaccinated. I have the Moderna. Um, I didn't have any side effects. The only thing I had was a sore arm. But teach his own to the people that want to get vaccinated and to those who don't want to get vaccinated. You know, I'm biased. Like, I'm not saying, oh, everybody should be vaccinated. That's your decision. That's what you want to do. If you don't want to be vaccinated, you don't want to be vaccinated. Don't let nobody pressure you to doing something you don't want to do. With everything going on in the world, you know they're trying to get a cap on this, but it's like every time you turn around, they have a different strand. So just be safe out there, man. Y'all mask up. Y'all keep y'all six feet distance. Um, Keep hand sanitizer, wash your hands, and make sure y'all taking care of y'all kids, man. Make sure those kids are masked up and they're staying six feet apart. I know it's hard because they're sending them to school, which is, I feel like it shouldn't be happening because a lot of people down here be in the club and around each other, no masks on, and they bringing that home to their kids and their kids giving it to other kids. And I feel like that's a, a no-go. Um... I feel like they should figure something out about that and try to see what they can do to rectify the problem. Um, But as of everything else, I feel like everything else is good. But like I said, it's my first episode, podcast episode. I'm just giving you a little background on who I am and where I'm from and my social media platforms and stuff like that, where you can find me. Like I said, you can find me. On Instagram at the Women Think Podcast, T H E W A Y M E N T H I N K P O D C A S T. Um, I'm the host, Sneak Ahead Easy. Also, my personal Instagram is in the bio, so you could click the bio and come follow my personal page if you like. Um, any topics or discussions, or even if you want to talk about anything, advice or anything. You could DM me. My DMs are always open. I'm answering people as they come. I don't look at your messages and not respond because that didn't happen to me before. And I feel like people shouldn't do that. Like, I understand you busy, but if somebody hits you and you look at it and they see that you read it and you just don't respond, I feel like that's rude. And if they hit you up again and you do the same thing, I feel like that's rude. I feel like nobody should ever feel like they're better than nobody, even if you made it. You didn't start it from somewhere. So basically, you probably didn't start it where this person coming from and they reaching out to you because they look up to you and trying to figure out what they could do to get on your level. But a lot of people, especially down here, don't nobody want to see you doing better than them. So we call it a crab in a bucket city. 
They see you making it to the top. They're trying to pull you back down with them. So I understand why a lot of people move from down here and don't come back because the city don't really show love. I've been, I didn't did giveaways um, for Christmas. I didn't did challenge $200 when the busted challenge was hot. I did a $200 busted challenge. Like, you can't make people follow you. But at the same time, like I said, I feel like support ain't nothing. I support everybody. It don't matter what kind of business you have, big or small. You could just be starting out and have 20 followers. I'll reach out to you and do a podcast segment for free, free of charge. And I'm going to do the promotion. I'm posting it on my Instagram and everything, free of charge. I'm not charging you at all because I understand where it is to start from the bottom. Like I originally started this Instagram page from zero followers. So I know what it is to start from the bottom and really build it up. Um, I have consistent, you know, followers. I call it not followers. I'm going to say family, you know. Y'all not followers to me. Y'all family. Just like the listeners. Y'all not listeners to me. Y'all family. I'm not worrying about if I have one or two listeners. At least I'm reaching somebody and somebody understanding where I'm coming from and understanding my logic on certain things and they can relate to what I'm saying. I don't worry about the numbers and how many people follow me and how many followers I have and that don't that don't excite me. Like I never was on a type of kick like that. And if I see one of my friends doing something, any kind of business I'm supporting, you know, my friend could be on the side of the road picking up cans and he'd be like, Man, look, I got these special kind of garbage bags that I'm selling. I need you to say less. I'm going to buy them garbage bags off the strength that you my friend. That's the type of person I am. But everybody don't have that same luxury. Everybody don't look at you like that. People call you their friend, but they talk about you behind it, behind your back. That's not a friend. And a friend wouldn't allow anyone to talk about you, about them, you know, wouldn't allow them to talk about you behind your back. They'll be like, well, such and such not here. You're not about to do that. You're not about to talk about my friend while they're not here. Nah, wait till my friend get around and keep that same energy that you have when my friend around. Don't say that while my friend not here. That's our friends. Friends not go snicker behind your back and laugh in your face. That's not your friend. And I had to learn that. I thought somebody was my friend, you know, since high school, 2008. But recently, we had a fight, a fist fight at that. So it's like, I can't call you my friend no more. I can't trust you. Once it got to the point of we was throwing hands, you're not my friend. Because at the end of the day, no telling what you have plotting. You know, I didn't beat you up. You go always let that down. So we could be hanging out, chilling, and you catch me off guard and just all of a sudden punch me and knock me out because I'm thinking we cool. Like, I can't trust you no more. Once we didn't lay hands on each other, that's the end of the friendship, like. I can't trust you no more. I wish you well, whatever you have going in your life. I wish everything go well for you, but I just can't trust you no more. And that's the whole situation. But a lot of people be like, oh, I forgive. And I don't forget. But once you forgive, they feel like, okay, well, they go always be around. You got to set a statement and let people know, like, I'm not to be played with. You're not about to use me and think we friends and we sitting up here fighting. Like, friends don't fight friends. 
Y'all getting heated altercations. I get in heated altercation with my cousins, but we don't lay hands on each other. That's a different type of relationship right there. Once you have to put hands on somebody, y'all officially not friends because y'all took it there. Like I say, you might argue or something with your family, but once y'all throw hands, y'all ain't much looking at each other the same. Like, man, I had to sit up here and fight my brother. Like, brother's not supposed to fight. I understand people go through things and one hate on another, but at the end of the day, that's your brother. You're not supposed to fight with your brother. Like, y'all supposed to keep everything calm, copacetic. Keep it moving, build each other up. Y'all not supposed to put hands on each other. As in that situation, I looked at the dude as my friend, as my partner. That was my brother. We've been cool since 2008. And when a lot of people used to talk about him and, you know, oh, man, he only got one pair of shoes and his shoes dirty and he dirty and woo do I didn't look at him like that, man. I looked at him as a friend like, man, look, everybody can't afford what you can afford. You got to look at it like that. You can't talk about this, man, because he only had one pair of shoes or uh, something like that. You don't know what his family going through. You don't know what his financial situation is. And back then, you know, I'm 28 years old. So back then, the things we went through, a lot of things we didn't went through back then could be considered bullying. It should be considered bullying. But we didn't look at it like that because it was like, oh, man, you a rat. You telling. Like, if somebody talk about you, uh, you know, fight you or something like that, you ain't really used to say nothing about it because somebody will call you scary or be like, man, you a rat. You rat, man. You, you you acting like a girl, like stuff like that. So we used to hold a lot of that, that stuff in. But as of right now, I feel like a lot of kids getting bullied and that shouldn't be, man. Like don't talk down on nobody because the same way you got it, it could be taken from you. And you could be put in that same situation as that kid that you talking about. So never feel like you better than somebody. Always try to help. And that's the type of person I am. If I can help you, I'm going to help you, no matter what it is. And my friends could tell you that. Like, if they call me, no matter what time of day or night it is, I'm going to see what's up. If they need a ride or they need a little change, a little money or something. If I got it and I have money to give... I would give it to you. You know, you need any type of advice about anything, they know they could call me, and I'm going to keep it to them straight. I'm not going to tell them something that's not true. A lot of friends have, a lot of people have yes men in their corners, meaning whatever they say they feel like is true. You know, so a lot of people not going to challenge you and tell you when you're wrong because they so just want to be your friend or they, they scared of you or, Something like that. They don't want you lose your friendship. But I'm the type of friend, I'm going to tell you how it is. And I have friends like that. And that's the thing about us. And that's a good thing about us. We tell each other how it is. Like, man, look, don't do this, don't do that. Uh, man, that was crazy what you did. We not going to sit up here and be like, yeah, man, that was good. That was fire. And we know it wasn't. Like, I never been that type of person. I'm always telling how it is. Like my late grandmother, Sherry Lee Johnson, used to say, I'm going to say what I mean and mean what I say. And I live by that. I'm going to say it again. I say what I mean and I mean what I say. So at the end of the day, 
sometimes it rub off on people and a lot of people don't understand it and they be upset. But you just being you. Don't change who you is for nobody. Like, point blank, period. Always be yourself. Don't never change how you is for nobody. Be yourself and continue to be yourself. If they don't like it, yeah, they can move around and go find somebody else to deal with. Never try to change for nobody because then you will lose yourself. So always be you. Be the same person you were before they met you. And when they get to know you, if they really want to be cool with you, they'll generally understand, okay, this is how this person is and this is what it is. They not go question nothing. They not go second guess nothing. Um, That's just how it go. And like I said, this is just something I started doing just to do. It was based upon me and my friend and how I got the way men think podcast. Me and my partner, we was dealing with these women that was kind of going through the same situations. They didn't really understand that men was running game on them in their previous relationships, and we just try to give them the game. So that's why I call it the way men think, so we could kind of give the perspective of, of how we think. We can't speak for all men. So let me say that now because I don't want nobody to be like, oh, you can't speak for me. I'm not trying to speak for you. I'm just speaking from my experience, and he was speaking from his. But as of right now, like I say, I'm the only host. I'm doing this by myself. So that's why I'm on Anchor talking, recording, and people could listen instead of going on Instagram, starting a live, and only two people coming in there, they just watch, and they're not really interacting. Um, But that's basically it. That's the rundown about me. I'm going to be posting more often. I appreciate for everybody for listening. Like I said, y'all check me out on Instagram at the Women Think Podcast. Sneak ahead, easy out, man. Y'all enjoy y'all day. Be safe out here, man. Mass up. Mass up. Peace. Well, what's good, everybody? It's your boy, Sneakhead Easy, host of the We Men Think Podcast, checking in on this Sunday. Happy Halloween, everybody, all around the world. You know I, mean? I hope y'all staying safe and enjoying y'all day. But uh, today's topic is about dudes throwing salt on another man, talking down on another man, or throwing another man under the bus just to get with a female, you know, have sex with her, you know, do whatever. You feel me? I feel like real men not supposed to do that at the end of the day. If you're a real man and you won't deal with that woman, even though you know somebody she used to talk to and then gave you the low, which means information about her and the things that they did, you shouldn't tell her what another man told you. Either you go use that to your advantage or you not about to say nothing. They got a lot of dudes out here that'll throw you under the bus just to get with a female or just to get some pussy out that female. Like, ain't nobody, no dude or no female could ever say Derek, which is my real name, threw another dude under the bus just to fuck with me. Uh, he cock-blocked on me. Let me tell you something, one thing about me. If I'm dealing with a female and we stop talking and somebody I know try to talk to her, I'm going to let him handle his business. It's up to her to shut that down and be like, I don't want to mess with you because I used to mess with Derek. I'm not going to sit up here and be like, man, you can't mess with her because I used to mess with her. I could be married and me and my wife could get a divorce. And she won't mess with somebody that I used to mess with, you know, that I was cool with. 
That's on her and him. Yeah, I'm going to be hurt about the situation, but at the same time, that goes to show you the type of person you was dealing with and the type of person you was calling your friend. At the end of the day, you got to watch who you call your friend because everybody not your friend. And when August Alcina said this, I felt that. When he said you got friends that ain't friends no more, I felt that because I really in that situation. Like dudes I thought was my partners threw me under the bus. You feel me? Dudes I was cool with since high school tried to throw me under the bus, talk down on me to a, a woman. Like, why you messing with him? He got a girlfriend. He don't like you. He like this one. He got this one and that one. Like, bruh, I feel like if you can't talk to this woman on your own and get her to like you for you, don't throw another man under the bus and try to use another man situation to put you on top. Like, and they have a lot of dudes that do that, and they be out here trying to say they real niggas and I'm real and all this and all that. No, son, you a fake. You a bitch-ass nigga for that. Like I said, I got niggas that I was cool with, a nigga I was cool with since high school, man. I've been out of high school 10 years. We've been cool since 2008. And this wasn't no shit that recently happened. Like, the shit been going on. And, like, females are tell me, like, man, this nigga talking bad about you, man. I actually seen text messages and shit. Like, why you fucking with him? You fucking with that fuck boy? You need to come mess with a real nigga? First of all, you would call me a fuck boy like I'm a pussy or something. You hear me? Like, how you get that nigga a chance? You don't give me no chance. And what you seeing that nigga that you don't see in me? But you come smiling in my face, dapping me up. Like, you my partner. Like, man, what's up, son? da 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 I'm knowing what's going on. I confront you about the situation. Man, no, I ain't said it. I ain't said it. I see the text messages. Man, it wasn't nothing like that. Try to retrace their steps. You heard me? Like, son, you did that. You threw me under the bus. You feel me? I was messing with a LeBron. I had an old lady, a girlfriend. You know, I told her that I had a girlfriend. You remember the situation happened? And I was like, yeah, my girlfriend did that. You feel me? So, dude back door and go tell her, yeah, you knew his girlfriend. Did that little situation, huh? So I was like, I already knew he had a girlfriend. He told me he had a girlfriend. So he tried to call himself, throwing me under the bus like, Shorty ain't knew I was already dealing with somebody. You feel me? Like on some whole shit. Like, you supposed to be my partner. You not put a throw me under the bus to get no vagina, son. If you can't get it off of your game, son, move on to the next female. Don't talk down on no man. I'm just different. Like, I don't do that. I can know a female been in fuck with a nigga. I'm not gonna throw this man under the bus and be like, yeah, that boy told me he wasn't really fucking with you like that. He had a whole nother old lady, and you know he just was using you. Like, I'm not that type of guy. You know how I many females that came at me like, you know such and such? Yeah, I know him. Oh, what's up, what's up? They say this, they say that. I said, man, look, I don't know nothing about none of that. You got to ask that man. Don't ask me nothing. And ain't no female, like I said, ain't no female or no nigga gonna sit up here and say that I didn't cock block on another man. I threw another man under the bus just to talk to a female. I never did that. Like, one of my exes said, you got some game, you could talk the panties off a bitch. You hear me? And I stand by that. And I've been like that. You feel me? If my game not good enough to get that woman in bed or get her to talk to me or get her attention, 
obviously it's not meant. I'm not going to sit up here and be like, man, how you fuck with him, but you don't want to fuck with me? You threw this nigga under the bus. You know what I mean? Real men don't do that. And like I said, you got to watch who you call your friends because a nigga be watching your girl closely. I was in a situation, me and my ex broke up. A lot of niggas I was cool with went to shooting they shot at her, like trying to talk to her. So I felt y'all niggas been watching her the whole time we was together. So we all going out. Y'all going with y'all girl. I'm going with her. Y'all ain't really paying attention to y'all own girl. Y'all paying attention to mine. You feel me? Soon as we break up, y'all shoot y'all shot. Oh, well, if we wasn't cool, would you still give me a chance? And woo 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 Like, so you already had it on your mind. Like, all right, man, they broke up. I'm about to see what's up with her. Telling her she pretty, she fine, she sexy, all this and all that. Just trying to shoot your shot and try to talk to her. And I felt like that's not what's up. And my cousin used to always say, never let your right hand know what your left hand doing. But I'm going to reverse that because I'm left-handed. So I never let my right hand know what my left hand doing. You feel me? And I learned that because people use that against you just to get something that you didn't have. There's a lot of females that I didn't talk to that hit me up and be like, you know your little partner tried to shoot his shot at me. Uh, you know such and such tried to talk to me. And I be sitting back like, damn, we supposed to be cool. He's supposed to be my dog. And yeah, he told me while we was together, you was talking to such and such. And you had a whole girlfriend and you wasn't really messing with me. You just was using me to fuck all this and all that. I'm like, dang, like telling them stuff that I only told them. So I know it's true because I never told this female that. So I know you had to tell her. You feel me? Like niggas give off that energy like they this and they that. And they really be some hoes. Like niggas telling females. Everything you done told them. You you sitting down talking to them. That's your partner. That's your brother. You feel me? I'm telling you what's up. You know, like what's going on with me just as well as you telling me what's going on with you. I'm not going to sit up here and go run and tell another female about you. Like, man, dude don't really like you. He messing with such and such. Uh, He just using you for your money or this or that. Like, you're not supposed to talk down on another man or throw salt on another man or put that man under the bus just to get with that woman. If you can't get with that woman off of the game you have, just leave it alone. You feel me? And it be some niggas that really be trying to sit like they real niggas. Like, oh, I'm really in the streets, da-da-da-da-da. But you be trying to pillow talk with a female about another man, son. You never supposed to talk about another man with a female, bruh. That's the least of your worries, what she didn't deal with that man or what she's going to do with that man. You need to be worrying about you. You want to worry about what she doing with you or what you plan on doing. You feel me? You don't throw another man under the bus to try to get with that lady. And I posted something on the Instagram, and it was a lot of women that came back and was like, yeah. I was like, what you call a man that threw another man under the bus to talk to a female? A lot of them was saying, a bitch-ass nigga. A whole ass nigga, a clown ass nigga. That's coming from women. They ain't even coming from men. That's coming from women. That's how women see the situation. 
You feel me? That ain't coming from another man. So at the end of the day, when you sitting up here giving her information, you thinking that's making you look good, that's really making you look like a bitch. She go take the information and she go use it to her advantage, but she not go fuck with you because she know what type of nigga you have. Man, you old bitch ass nigga, you toil on another man just to try to talk to me. Like I said, she gonna use the information. You feel me? And they got females that do the same thing. I didn't have females come to me like, what you seeing her? She ain't, she this, she that. Oh, you don't know about this, you don't know about that. Like, at the end of the day, if I'm talking to somebody, that's what I'm deciding to do on my own. I don't need nobody approval. I don't need you telling me what she done did and what she doing. Like, if I don't see it, that's that I don't I don't care. That's one thing about me. I always live by what I don't know ain't gonna hurt me. You feel me? But like I said, a lot of niggas be out here perpetrating, trying to make it seem like something they not. They be saying they real niggas and they really be whole niggas. Niggas be claiming they're your friends and they really be stabbing you in your back. Pussy is a hell of a drug. Niggas do anything for pussy. And nigga throw their own partner under the bus, dog, just to get some pussy, bro. And like I said, it be niggas that you think you was cool with, that you didn't grew up with, that you didn't play sports with, that you didn't went to school with. Niggas that you didn't really hung in their company, they hung in your company, they came to your crib and shit. And the information you telling them because you thinking that's your partner, they going to run and tell that female exactly what you said. Just so they could get what I'm thinking, that's going to make them look good. And like I say, she going to take out the information and be like, well, fuck. You know, such and such done told me this, such and such done told me that. So you sitting back thinking like, well, damn, how the fuck she know that? I only told such and such. So now you looking at him like, man, you a bitch. Like, I didn't told you this about this woman. You went told her what the fuck I said. Uh, You like what you seeing, that nigga that you don't see in me. Uh, shit like that. Calling this man out his name to another female thing, and that make you look brave and bold. You feel me? Just so you could talk to this woman. Like, that shit not cool, man. Niggas need to figure out a better way of talking to a woman and trying to get the know a woman uh even if you just trying to fuck her you feel me use your game come up with a better strategy don't talk down on another man don't throw another man under the bus don't throw salt on this man name just to get with this woman man because at the end of the day that's making you look bad and at the same time you lose friendships like that a nigga not gonna want to be cool with you more the strength of what you did you feel me that's like that D'Angelo Russell situation with Swaggy Pete, Nick Young. He in there recording this man asking him about other women. He posted it on Snapchat or whatever, and Iggy Azalea found out. He talking about it got leaked. And you posted that, man. That's some whole shit. You don't recall this man telling you y'all on the same team. Y'all playing for the Los Angeles Lakers, one of the biggest franchises in the NBA. And you jeopardized that shit to... Sure, female. Talking about something. It got hacked. It got leaked. That's whole shit, man. You don't do no shit like that. You wasn't supposed to be recording this, man. This man talking to you like a teammate, like a brother. You feel me? A friend. Somebody he, he josing with. He conversating with. 
He didn't expect you to go run your mouth like a little bitch and tell his man business like that and post that shit all over the internet. That's what bitch-ass niggas do. You hear me? Like I said, a real man not go talk another man down, salt another man down, or throw another man under the bus to get with no female or get no pussy, man. He go keep it real. If his game ain't working and he, ain't, he can't get off the way he talk, the way he move, he go leave it alone. He know she not for him. You hear me? And a lot of niggas need to adopt that trait and stop trying to throw other niggas under the bus to mess with no female, man. Real niggas don't do that. A real man keep it solid. Keep it 100. You feel me? I'm going to leave y'all with that. Thank y'all for tuning in, whoever listening. You feel me? Y'all follow me on Instagram at the Way Men Think Podcast. T-H-E-W-A-Y-M-E-N-T-H-I-N-K Podcast. P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Sneakerhead Easy Out. Y'all enjoy y'all Sunday. Be safe, man. Holla. Peace.